By the way, in case you haven't heard, my brand new book, Feel Good Productivity, is now out. It is available everywhere books are sold, and it's actually hit the New York Times and also the Sunday Times bestseller list. So thank you to everyone who's already got a copy of the book. If you've read the book already, I would love a review on Amazon. And if you haven't yet checked it out, you may like to check it out. It's available in physical format and also ebook and also audiobook everywhere books are sold. One of the things that I um, I took away from your first book, Happy Sexy Millionaire, we can talk about the title of that in a moment. Um, <laughs> But one of the things I really took away was the quitting framework. Yeah. Um, I wonder if you can talk through that for people who might not have come across it. I feel like you know it better than me. Because, <laughs> <laughs> but, I'll, but, I'll, but I'll pop at it. So the reason I wrote the quitting framework is because I realized in hindsight that I was able to quit things e- easier than most people. Let's take one step back. Why is quitting important? In life, we glamorize starting, right? But my observation was that the advantage I've had, as I've said, was being able to quit fast and eat with peace and ease. And when you just think logically about starting something, right, or saying, it's also the same with like saying yes and no to things. In order to start something in life, you actually first need to quit something else. So you can't start a new relationship unless you quit the last one. You're not going to start a new startup unless you quit the last one. Um, You're not going to start a new career career unless you quit the last job so quitting and starting should be held in equal regard and there should be acknowledgement that they have a two-way relationship with one another they're both the actions of winners people say quitting is for losers and they say like starting is for winners in fact quitting and starting are both for winners though and the, the most successful intelligent people i've ever met have an unbelievable ability to quit things that make no objective sense. Mm. You're quitting that high-paying job to go and deal to go and do card tricks at a table in Bristol, Darren Brown. You're quitting that amazing career as a lawyer um, that your parents are now so proud of you of to go and spend the next 10 years going up and down the country in pubs and cracking jokes, Jimmy Carr. It just it objectively seems to make no sense, but subjectively they've reached a certain level of ease. So I I could relate to myself in the same way in the regard of if you look at what I've quit from like stop going to school because I realized that that wasn't going to be the, the, the paper that I got at the end of the process wasn't going to be enough, especially compared to my brothers. Quit university after that first lecture, quit my first startup after two years, quit my second one after about six years um, and lots of little quitting in and amongst there. Um, why was I able to quit with, with peace in, at times when objectively you would think I was a madman for doing so when I was leaving so much apparently on the table? And so I tried to make a framework, a framework that other people could use to try and make their quitting decisions through. So at the start of the framework, you ask yourself, am I thinking of quitting? It's either, you know, yes or no. So if you are thinking of quitting, the framework begins. And I created these two subcategories, which you can define for yourself, which I think is important to do. You're either thinking of quitting something because it's something's really hard, like it's difficult. And then which would be, you know, you're running a marathon and you're on the 23rd mile and you're doing it, you know, to raise money for a charity, but it's really, it's painful. It's difficult. It's, it's causing discomfort. Or you're thinking about quitting something because it like, it sucks. And that's more of like an emotional mental thing. It's just, it just doesn't feel good to you on an emotional, mental, psychological level. So let's go down the hard route. I'm thinking of quitting because it's hard. The first question you should then ask yourself is, is the hardship worth the rewards on offer? So you're running that marathon, you're raising money for that leukemia charity, you're on the 23rd mile, but it's worth it. The the hardship is worth the reward at the end of it. If the hardship is worth it, don't quit. If the hardship isn't worth it, then you should quit. Because the the worst thing to do in life is to do something that is hard and meaningless. Mm. Like those those are where all the problems happen. When I think about studies of 
the impact of not having autonomy in your work and working on a production line and not having meaning and purpose in what you're doing every day and how that impacts your health and disease rises in your body. That is the worst situation to be in. Let's go down the other side of the framework. By the way, do correct me because you know this framework better than no, I do. you've got a spot on. Okay, good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we'll go down the other side of the framework. So you're thinking about quitting something because it sucks. You're in a relationship, your husband, you know, the the, the magic has just left the relationship. You're in a company and there's problems at work, but you, you know, you haven't yet had the conversation with your boss. The next question becomes, do you believe you could make it not suck? Right. So in the context of a marriage, um, that might mean going to marriage counseling mm. and having a difficult conversation, thrashing it out with your partner and, you know, going through those issues. If the answer is no, it, so it sucks. You think you can't change that quit. If you believe you could make it nuts, not suck, the next question to ask yourself is, is the effort that it would take to make it not suck worth the rewards on offer? So like you look at how that marriage might look if you were to resolve it, you believe you can, is it worth it? Mm. Is Dave worth it? Is the, is the reward on the other end of that process to fix it sucking worth it? If the answer is no, quit. You believe you could make it nuts, not, not suck anymore, but the effort it would take is not worth the reward on offer. Quit. If you believe you could make it not, not suck and the effort it would take is worth the rewards on offer, stay and fight mm. for it. Nice. And that's my simple framework, which is intentionally ambiguous.